we just getting back from happy hour. Might have soloed a pitcher of beer by myself. Sometimes that's what you gotta do. And then maybe went to the bench and uh, finished off this J. <laughs> What's up, folks? Welcome back to the Millennial Manchild Podcast. And as always, I'm your humble host, Miles Casey. How you doing today? You doing all right? You doing okay? I hope life is treating you well. Ah, I had to get a couple eye drops in there real quick. Looking a little red. Trying to look good for the camera, you know? Hair and makeup guy has been slacking lately. Thought about canning him. But uh, I'm just taking matters into my own hands. You know what I mean? I gotta make me look good. Got the fantastic tie-dye on today. But anyways, uh, you know, today I had the day off. It was a beautiful day. Finally got a lot of, you know, got some errands done. I got some writing done. This is a big thing for me. Like, I have been horrible about writing lately, admittedly. Not my uh, strongest feature as of late when it comes to comedy or when it comes to anything. One quick second, the charger fell out. So unprofessional. Uh, that's why I get paid the big bucks, baby. There we go. But yeah, um, sorry about that. But yeah, had a great day today. Got some writing done. Got back into it. I've done that three days in a row. I've got outside of the house, brought my little chair with me, some music, and sat there and just got some writing done outside. It's been the new thing that's working lately. Uh, for me, man, I got to change things up. I got to get out of the house. There's too many distractions here, and I just can't get it done. So when I've been able to go somewhere else or, you know, get outside, just sit outside, listen to the ocean, maybe put on some music, that's been the best thing for me. And I think I'm going to continue to do that going forward. I feel a little like, oh man, it's weird. Because I almost feel in some ways that I've been like lying to people. Like I've still been trying to do comedy. I've still been trying to get better. I've been doing the podcast every week as much as I can. But I haven't been writing. I haven't been working as hard as I feel like I could. And I don't know if I was in a funk or if there was this writer's block or what it was, but lately it feels like it's kind of been lifted and I'm feeling a new energized little spark to get back to writing and just writing about anything. It doesn't have to... See, I think I was putting limits on the writing before. Like, oh, it has to be funny or you better not even fucking touch a piece of paper. You know what I mean? Like, it's got to be funny. And that's not, that's not a good way to look at writing. You know what I mean? Because... If it's always, it's not always going to be funny. Maybe I start out in some place and da-da-da-da-da, three paragraphs in of this idea, I finally hit a funny line. And then that's what you go from. That's where you expand from. And I was really putting like a kind of a limiting uh, capacity on myself. So, I don't know. We're just, we've been trying some new things out. They've been working. So, why not keep doing it? Not getting outside, going by the beach, fucking pulling out the notepad, notepad just writing. Money, baby, money. So, that's where I'm at right now, folks. 
That's what we're doing. Yeah. But man, let's just, let's get into it. I don't even know what we're doing today. Like I said, I'm a pitcher deep. Just got done smoking this. Jay, here's the little roachy roach. Did my first Instagram live video ever. That was kind of interesting. I actually smoked the Jay while I did that. And it was kind of like I was smoking with some friends. Felt kind of interesting. Never done that before. But yeah, so we'll get into it today. I think we'll have a fun and loose episode for you. So as always, thank you folks for listening. And I hope you enjoy today's episode. stuff that you guys have to put up with and I apologize but thank you thank you for putting up with it <clears throat> but yeah very Trumpian episode today just gonna be fucking just rolling with the punches fucking just saying whatever the fuck comes to mind you know that type of thing uh one thing I did want to talk about early and uh in the podcast you know one thing I've been doing a little bit more lately is trying to get out of the house whether it be going to the beach to write or just going down to happy hour to socialize, to get out of my comfort zone. I have this, uh, I don't know, I have a tendency to get very comfortable, to just sit on the couch, get high, never leave, right? And it's something that I'm, I'm working on. I'm working on it. I recognize when I have a problem. I like to think I'm fairly self-aware most of the time. But, uh, you know, so I've been trying to get out to happy hour, trying to do little things, just walking around Ocean Beach, whatever it may be. And I think it's actually helping me lately. Like, I don't know, there's something about forcing yourself to be a, <clears throat> a little social. I don't always, like, you know, Sunday, I went to the bar, it was packed, didn't know anybody, didn't talk to a single soul. Just sat there with the headphones on, had a little beer, uh, in mind of my own business, kind of, you know, did a little people watching, and it was fine. It was fun. It was nice to just get out of the house. And this is something I've been trying to force myself to do a little bit more lately. 
And I don't know, it's, it's, it's kind of interesting. I think it's paying off. It's making me feel a little more sociable. It makes me want to say hi to people. It makes me want to, uh, you know, I don't isolate myself as much. That's a problem that I definitely have and can easily get sucked into because I don't mind being alone. A lot of times I enjoy being alone, actually. I, it's one of the things that I kind of have an issue with. You know, I like my alone time maybe a little too much. And it can lead to some negative places. You can get caught in your head. You can be, you know, kind of isolating yourself from your friends. And then almost when it's like finally time to go do something, you're like, oh, man, this feels exhausting. How am I going to go do that? I can't even go to the store or do something like go to happy hour by myself and just check it out, you know. So, I don't know. I've been trying to force myself to do that. And I think it's been paying off. And it's so funny. Like, I've been going to the same bar. It's like one of my favorite spots down here in Ocean Beach. It's called Sunshine and Company. And there are these old guys there, these old gentlemen. They are there every happy hour. I mean, when they're gone, it feels like a fucking piece of the furniture is missing or something. Like, you know, like they took out the fucking jukebox or something. Because they're there every day, and they're hilarious. They're always playing pool, always drinking beer or drinks or whatever, you know. And they're fucking really good at pool, but it's so funny. I've got to know them pretty well because, uh, you know, just going there all the time, playing some pool with them, just being around, hanging around the bar. They're very outgoing. These old men, the fucking, the fucking confidence that these old men have. I could fucking, I would, I would chop off my left fucking foot right now to have that kind of confidence. It's incredible, you know. They, they can talk to anybody. They're joking around. They're fucking saying whatever they want. They don't, they don't mind if it's going to offend somebody a little bit. They're not worried about stepping on a toe or two, you know. Like, they don't care. And also, the like I said, the fucking balls on these dudes, they... They will just talk, they will hit shamelessly, hit shamelessly on women that are 30 years younger than them without batting an eye. I'm over here just like, how does, mm, man, that to have that level of confidence, only if I could fucking achieve it. That would be amazing, you know? And it's the, it's the same thing, I guess. Right? They talk, you've always hear people talking about old men walking around the gym locker room just fucking letting it all hang out don't even care could be a little just a little cute little still dude we're out here no towel just fucking strutting that stuff dude old men don't give a fuck and i admire it like i said that confidence that level of confidence only if i would if i had that level of confidence at 28 right now I might just fucking conquer the world. It'd be dangerous. That's all I'm saying. There's probably a reason you only have that level of confidence when you can be fucking leg kicked once and just your whole fucking, you're just destroyed. You know what I mean? You you got a bad hip. You've got fucking three herniated discs in your back. You can't handle anything. So no one really takes you as a threat. You know what I mean? Like if you go to a, a young 20-something girl and you're 65, retired, living the dream in Ocean Beach, doing whatever the fuck you want. She's not worried that you're going to take advantage of her. She'll whoop your ass. She'll fucking give you that three-piece in a soda and then kick you right in the groin and laugh as she walks away. You know what I mean? So maybe that's part of it. I'm not sure. I'm not an expert on these things, but I'm just saying if I had that level of confidence, I mean, chop that fucking left foot off. I don't need it. Give me that confidence, son. Hmm. Anyways, that's that was just, you know, whatever. Like I said... Very Trumpian-esque today. I don't even know what I'm talking about. I don't even know what the fuck I'm doing. <sighs> yeah. It's also, it's funny. I was thinking about it earlier today. 
Besides how fancy I am now, did I mention that at the beginning of the podcast? Look at this. Only people on YouTube can see this, but I am drinking Fiji water. I am bougie as... Mm. Oh, so parched. Bougie as fuck. You know what? I'm not in L.A., but I feel pretty L.A. as I fucking take a couple sips off of this bottle. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's putting me on that fucking... I'm basically a star now. This is what stars drink, and I've made it. Fiji water. That's what's up. But I was thinking about it the other day. <clears throat> Man, it's so weird that, you know, I, I, I want to do stand-up comedy, and I want to do the podcasting type of thing. I want to talk. I basically want to talk for a living, right? And it's so funny because I fucking hate the sound of my voice. You know, and I always hear people say, oh, everybody hates the sound of their voice. I don't think that's true. I know some people that fucking love the sound of their voice way too much. Maybe they're not listening back to it in a fucking little headphone like I have to do as I'm like trying to record the podcast and put things together. But, uh, these, there's definitely some people who love the sound of their voice. And I am not one of those people. I am like super, in many ways, I'm very insecure about how my voice sounds, you know, because countless times, countless, countless beyond, you know, like I said, can't, can't even imagine how many times it is, whether it's on the phone with a fucking bill collector or some type of help desk person, or I'm at a drive through ordering a fucking couple of tacos from Taco Bell. It never fails. If I don't <clears throat> really think about it and <clears throat> clear my voice and try to talk like this a little bit more and make sure that they know that I am a man. I get called ma'am or what can I do for you today, miss, all the time, right? Very insecure about my voice. So it's just funny to think that what I want to do for a living literally revolves on my voice. It literally revolves on how I sound and what is going and what is like coming out of my fucking mouth. You know what I mean? Isn't that strange? It's like, it's like, how much do I actually hate myself? You know, it's like, I, I, I might secretly think that I'm like just out here just really secretly trying to self-sabotage to the next level. Like, I hate the sound of my voice so much and I, yet I have to listen to it and it's what I want to do for a living. But maybe, maybe sometimes you just got to push through the pain, baby. You know what I'm saying? You just got to learn to love the things that you hate. I don't know. I don't know. But I don't think I'm ever going to love sounding like a fucking powder puff girl or some anime chick that's like, oh, help, help me, help me. Like, I fucking... I do not have, I just always wanted to be, I don't know, fucking, I wanted to be a little manlier, you know what I mean? Like, why not? Why not? Maybe it's okay. I don't know. I'm not, I shouldn't judge myself too much on it, right? Like, I don't know, probably overthinking it. Might be the beer talking here, I don't know. It was funny though, I was, uh, I was, I was, um, trying to, I don't know, like I said, I've talked on here a little bit before, been on Tinder recently. Uh, I don't know. It's been whatever. It hasn't been great. No results. No big payoff yet. Um, but I was thinking like, why am I still single? You know? Sure, maybe I don't put myself out there enough, number one. But, you know, we're putting that one to the side. We're trying to be funny, right? We're being, we're joking here. Because I, I think I'm actually low key. Like on the low low, I'm a good deal. I'm a good bargain, ladies. I don't think you understand, though. And if I were a salesman, I would sell it to you like this, right? For one, it's pretty much a proven fact, science, you know, can't make it up. Uh, 
It was written in like a Cosmopolitan article, so you know it's big truth. Big, 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 big truth. Uh, that women are typically 10% happier when they're the more attractive partner in the relationship. Boom. First of all, not that hard to be more attractive than me. That's, well, no, we'll get that out of the way. Boom. That's number one on the list, right? This is like a two-for-one bargain, really. Very much a two-for-one bargain. Uh, the second part, I, I low-key, low-key, this is, and it's trendy. It's trendy. You have to remember, we're, we're keeping with some trends. We're keeping in this, the facts and trends department today. And I have, I, I low-key, I have a dad bod. You know what I'm saying? I got that dad bod, yo. And the dad bod's trendy. It's in. I don't even know what a dad bod is. I don't exactly know what defines a dad bod, but I'm hopping on the train. I'm on the dad bod train. Why not? You know what I'm saying? Because, I don't know, I guess if I had to assume what a dad bod meant in, for, you know, for me or in my case, uh, a dad bod is like when you're 28 years old, but look 47 naked. You know what I mean? And I'm, you know, I'm all about that life. I got that mm, covered. That's beautiful. I can handle that all day. You know what I mean? And, you know, the reason I think the girls like the dad bod is because the dad bod, you know, got the, all these millennial man children out here, myself included, obviously, fucking obviously. Listen to, have you even heard of what the podcast is called? Of course. But when you got the dad bod, it shows a slight maturity and that maturity to a woman, you know, that's, that's security. That's a couple things they're looking for out of a guy. Somebody who is mature and secure. Two things I am not, by the way. Might be, that might be number the reason number one why I'm still single now that I think about it. But I'm just saying, I'm low-key a good bargain. 10% happier, right? Because I'm going to be uglier than you, almost guaranteed. Almost guaranteed. That's, like I said, that's going to be a hard one to, you know. But, and then number two, I'm I'm trendy. I'm trendy. Also, comedy's hot right now. <laughs> comedy's hot, baby. We're coming back. Comedians are making a comeback. I can barely call myself a comedian, but, you know, maybe one day. Boom. Trend number three. That's three right there. 10% happier. <laughs> uh, trendy dad bod? Oh, so sexy. Even if it's a divorced stepdad bod. You know, don't judge. All right? Don't judge. Just, just go with it, okay? Then number three, comedian. Boom. Right there. Successful co podcast in, like, Eight years probably so that's what I'm saying folks hop on the bandwagon now ladies you know reach out to me let me know what's up right I'm just saying get while the getting's good next thing you know I'm gonna be Jeff Bezos here be like oh I should have hopped on the bandwagon when there was still time you know you could be 36 billion dollars richer someday just get with your boy and we'll make it happen that's all I'm saying don't miss out on this opportunity. Alright? You maybe okay, maybe maybe you are you you're a girl out there listening and you've already got a man and you're taking and he's gonna be doing great things, I'm sure. He's gonna be so successful and really just killing it. Yeah. <clears throat> sure. But maybe you've got some cute friends who are looking for that that, you know, Romeo and Juliet type romance, like or the fucking Jeff Bezos and whatever her name is. That type of romance. That could be the next thing that I, you know, like I said, billionaire on the way. The success and talent, it's going to be undeniable here soon. They're going to be like, wow, this guy, he has exploded into the industry. And it's uh, incredible that we slept on him for as long as we did. So I'm just saying, 
ladies, hop on the bandwagon now. Get it out of the way. Make everybody happy. All right? Okay. So I'm glad we got that out of the way. I wanted to really talk about that. Uh, but man, besides that, you know, it was a good 420. It was a pretty mediocre Easter. The only thing that wasn't mediocre about Easter was Game of Thrones. So I guess I'll get into it. You know, spoiler alert, if you have yet to watch Game of Thrones or are worried about something happening here, just don't listen to the rest of the podcast. So I'm going to be talking about the first episode, the second episode, and all that type of shit. So we're getting into it, you know? Uh, man, Game of Thrones has been fucking phenomenal lately. That's the real resurrection. I'm, I'm, I, I still am baffled that people think a man came back to life. Whether or not anything else was involved, it just it defies pretty much everything that we know about anything in the whole history of existence. So that Jesus resurrection, Easter, you know, it doesn't really do it for me. But man, back to back Sundays with Game of Thrones, the anticipation has been killing me and they have delivered the goods. I have enjoyed both episodes. Sure, sure, maybe I'm a little salty that in the second episode, not one head went rolling. You know, I don't want to see my my favorite character die. I don't want to see it. But I know it's going to happen. I know somebody's going to die. A lot of people are going to die. So, you know, maybe they could have just, like, got one out of the way, ripped a little bit of the band-aid off, and, like, gave us a little easing into this next episode. This third episode is going to be a fucking shit show. It's going to be like my, you know, Starbucks has been lately. It's been a fucking shit show trying to work there. It, that's what this next episode is going to be. It's going to be absolutely crazy. I mean, the White Walkers, they're on the fucking verge of Winterfell. The battle is about to begin, but I must say, I like what they did with the episode. Besides, <clears throat> besides one thing, you know, I wasn't a big fan of the Ari sex scene. I felt very uncomfortable. Uh, I'm, I'm sure Macy, whatever her name is, is old enough to do that, obviously, whatever you want to say. But uh, I did not sign up for the Arya sex scene. You know what I mean? Sure, a 13-year-old girl killing bitches, love it, all day, I'm like, yeah, she's a fucking badass, and no one can fuck with her, and that's what I meant by no one can fuck with her, did not want to see that, caught me off guard, caught me off guard, I was a little shook after that, was a little bit shook, that was probably the biggest shocker of the episode, one of the coolest parts of the episode for me was when Brienne of Tarth got knighted by Jamie. Thought that was a beautiful moment. Uh, definitely didn't tear up at all. Not even a little, little tiny bit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But yeah, it was. They've really done a great job so far setting everything up. And one of the things that I find kind of interesting, and I had forgotten about, especially when the age of Netflix and just like downloading shit or whatever, you can have everything at the access right there at the beginning and just fucking watch it all and binge the shit out of it. Man, there is something about the anticipation of like. Oh, fuck, I can only get one episode a week and I have to watch it right away. Like, it's something, there's something exciting about that and something that makes you almost like salivating and wanting more and being like, oh, I can't wait till that next episode comes. They left it on a fucking cliffhanger again. Like, they're setting it up just right and leaving you with just enough to be like, oh, I want to know what happens next. And I don't know, there's something fantastic about it, basically, is what I'm saying. And maybe, I don't know, maybe Netflix can take a fucking peek 
and learn a thing or two from that. Or maybe it's too late. Maybe the cat's out of the bag and you just got to fucking drop that shit all at once. Otherwise, it won't get discovered because there's just too much stuff on fucking Netflix. I don't know. I don't know. But uh, there's something about Game of Thrones that I have just been loving so far. And, you know, it's going to be interesting seeing fucking heads roll next episode. I don't know who's dying. I don't know what's going to end up happening. Fucking Daenerys was shook when Jon Snow was like, my name's fucking Igard Tar- Targaryen or whatever the fuck. Like, oh, snap. She was. She was shook. She... I think there's something about she's kind of become very selfish and less uh, less like I'm doing this for other people as much as like, no, this is what needs to happen. Like become very bossy. And I don't know, hopefully, hopefully it just ends up being like uh, another little seriously Jamie thing. But auntie, uncle or cousin, uncle, I don't know. I don't know how it works. I'm not a, I'm not a big lore guy. I don't know all the finer details, but man, Game of Thrones been crushing it been crushing it. So, yeah. I don't know. That's all I got. Like I said, I was fucking rambling. Got fucking a little too drunk. A little too high. But, uh, that's all I got for you. And we'll hit you with a little music. Thanks for listening. I got this one chick from Runaway. She tell me that she love me. She here to stay. I can't help but believe that. What can I say? My head is spinning. She stay in place. She hold me down. I got this one chick from Runaway. She tell me that she love me, she here to stay I can't help but believe that, what can I say? My head is spinning, she stay in place, she hold me down I got my 45 in the dash If we see a copper light, it's in her breast And if I were to hit a lick, she had to stash If I were to do a bit, she give it back She hold me down, and I thank her that when I'm with these hoes, they don't compare to you what I got at home. If I were to rob a bank, she would drive the car. If she were my universe, she'd be the only star. When I'm feeling down, down, she would pick me up. I overtold her that, intend to keep my word. I overheard a conversation that she had with God. Told me all about it, left me naked as my soul. Here we go again, tiny violins will play the symphony. Let go Kimberly, I got this thing with Tiffany It's like he sent me down an angel that won't meant for me But the finder always keeps what wasn't meant to be She hold me down this one chick from Runaway She tell me that she love me, she here to stay I'm loving it Hopefully McDonald's doesn't sue me for that I know it was pretty much spot on And I nailed all of the vocal pitches within that But, you know, I just wanted to hit that because Holy shit, I'm loving it. Episode 74 is in the fucking books, baby. We did it. We out here. We're done. Fanito. Finished. Ha, 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 ha. That's what's up. As always, you beautiful snowflakes, thank you so much for listening to the Millennial Manchild Podcast. And you know what? <clears throat> maybe, maybe it's been a while since uh, you've done a good deed, right? Maybe... Maybe you haven't done anything to make the world a better place. I don't think that's probably the case, because if you're listening to this podcast, <laughs> you're already making the world a better place. But, you know, if you want to make it a little bit more of a better place, you know what? Share share it with a friend. Let somebody know. I don't know. Maybe just tell them to go fucking follow me on social media. Tell them to go, oh, you know what? Go check out my boy, Miles Casey 6 on Instagram. 
he has some funny stories. He's a dumbass, but he's hilarious, right? I don't know, maybe. Or, or don't. Or, or just keep living your life. Keep listening to the podcast whenever the fuck you feel like it. And keep doing you, baby, because that's what it's all about. You know what I mean? It's so hard to navigate this fucking crazy life. It's so hard just to be yourself. And if you can do that just a little bit more because you listen to the podcast or whatever it may be, I appreciate you and that is beautiful. So thank you very much. But yeah, man, that's all I got for you folks today. We're going to keep it short here in the outro. I haven't even picked the music. I'm going to fucking Frankenstein this bitch together later and, you know, fucking Shazam it. If you if you don't know what song it is, Shazam it. Or hit me up on Instagram and I'll let you know because it's a wild card this week. But as always, thank you so much for listening. I couldn't do it without you. You guys are awesome. And uh, I'll talk to you later. Big kiss. Bye. Millennium intro. Kissed in the smoke, got to be joking. Where in the fuck did you think?